0: Welcome in to WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. It's Tuesday, 8 o'clock p.m. You know what that means. You know what time it is. It's highly disputed. Dylan Bishop and Ryan Stickle, whose mic I am now turning on. (laughs) Just to read, he didn't say anything. It's not like that show a couple weeks ago where he went a few minutes with yeah, his mic good. off. Yeah, We're, you can't silence me tonight. No, the takes are going to be flying. Yeah, somewhat. They'll be they'll be here and there. They'll be they'll be soaring through the air. At a, yeah, who knows? They're what never speed. really
1: pre planned. They just kind of come to me in the moment, and then I just I start shooting them off. We shoot
0: from the hip, yes, sir, on this show. And last week. We had, two, uh, we had two predictions. By the way, we confirmed Donovan McNabb was a Viking. Oh, yeah. He was. That's how we ended the show for some reason. <laughs> Wondering if he was a Viking. We didn't have enough time to confirm it, but we did confirm it. We didn't forget. And the other things we didn't forget from last week, we made two predictions. We said, one, first of all, about five minutes left on the show, the Jets just went ahead and decided to release Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. So, and... I know I wondered aloud as I read the news. I was looking down a list of teams, like, what team would he go to? And of course, my first thought was, he's going to go to the Chiefs, isn't he? Mm
1: hmm.
0: They're the new Patriots,
1: basically. Yep. The best team, basically the best team in the AFC. Nobody can seem to beat them except for, you know, there's the weird, you know, Raiders game, obviously, a week or two ago. And, uh, you know, these players get released, these good players in bad situations, and somehow. They end up with all the good players, which I don't know where you even put Le'Veon Bell on that team. I mean, you might as, you're better off putting him just at slot receiver. I mean, you might as well. edwards is just—he's so good. I don't know how you cut many of his carries at all. He's just right. He's a beast. So really, you're taking uh, probably Daryl Williams's carries there. Yeah, just an embarrassment of riches. It really f- is. We, we'll just go watch the Chiefs. Uh, they sign Le'Veon Bell, and then all of a sudden, they find someone to trade with. And then they flip Le'Veon Bell, get some like solid defender, and then it's just it's over. Yeah. We'll see, though. I don't know what the deal. I don't know how the Jets couldn't trade Le'Veon Bell. Is it the money? Like Somebody's going to give up something for that I guess it was the player. money. I mean, you're going to
0: take the And player. people kind of realize it's kind of a thing where if you know a team's about to get rid of a guy, just don't trade for him, and he'll be on the market. That's true. But, and of if- course, you risk him not signing with your team. That's also true. But if he doesn't want to be on your team anyway, would would you have wanted to sign him if and he's going to be unhappy on your team? It wouldn't shock me if Bell and his people were
1: going around and saying, listen, don't work with the Jets. I'll sign with you. Give, they're just putting the word out there. I mean, I'm sure they had some influence on that. Um, yeah, I, it's just that the Chiefs, they have an embarrassment of riches now. Um, I just see the thing is, it's like if they had, I don't know, if they didn't have Edwards-Alaire, just whoever was whoever's their backup right now. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell, you plug him in, it's like, this team's so much better. I don't know if he makes them that much better. He obviously has more depth at the running back position, but
0: I, I don't know. I'm not sure it does either. And also, like, this will be the first time, like, the Chiefs' offensive line is, it's not bad. It's not, like, elite either. Yeah. Like, they have a, you know, they have their pieces. It's not... What I'm getting at is, it's not the Steelers' offensive line from that Le'Veon Bell was used to. Yes, but at the same time, it's not going to be the Jets' offensive line. No, no, no. There's a it's it's a so bit of a Le'Veon ground, Bell was basically useless
1: because the 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 line he was running behind with the Steelers at, in his best years, so like 16, 17, uh, that range, that line was uh, maybe the best in football those years. Uh, always very healthy, um, just consistently the best. Ben was getting sacked like eight times a year like it was nothing um obviously the jets bad line bad coaching not a great quarterback no passing threat there's nothing going for him there the chiefs you know i mean the chiefs are a team that can kind of get away with lackluster run blocking uh because their pass will help that open up lanes there um yeah if you if you're the chiefs if you have good pass protection the run will take care of itself basically so
0: right. A lot of what the Chiefs do is basically they just kind of give you misdirection. Like yes. they'll they'll yes. send Tyreek Hill on a orbit uh you know, motion behind behind the back, uh in the shotgun or in under center, and that'll catch defense off guard and it'll just have you'll have holes open up so wide. That like Daryl that's why Daryl Williams, I believe, uh it might have been one of their other Williams's Williamses they have, but uh kind of close to being NF uh Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. And he had I want to say he had three touchdowns in the Super Bowl. And it's one of those things where how how much do running backs matter? We saw that the year that Le'Veon sat out, James Conner, behind basically the same offensive line, uh, was one of the best running backs in the league. Yes. And now I assume that the reason James Conner, partly because I think he's been battling some injuries. He uh, Yes, last year he started dealing with a lot of nagging injuries. Yeah. It's carried over a little bit this season,
1: but he's still... Uh, he had, like, 100 but yards But it on isn't
0: Sunday. quite the same st- level Steelers offensive line as it was no. before. Like, obviously, these guys are three years older, even the guys that they had before, like David DeCastro.
1: DeCastro has been out with injuries this yeah. year. Um, you had, uh, you know, Marcus Gilbert. He's not there anymore. They've had um, their starting right tackle this season got hurt in the first game. Um, so they he, they've been having trouble at that position. So it's not the same. They've been pretty good anyway. I mean... Pouncey is still, he's 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 a better one. He's not, you know, Pouncey was maybe the best center for a few years. I don't think he is anymore. Yeah, he passes prime. Uh, Villanueva, he has his good games. Sometimes he has his off games. Uh, you know, obviously you face a better pass rusher. Um, he struggles now and then. But other than that, that line is still really solid. Um, give Ben just enough time. He's getting the ball out quick. The run game is, it's good enough when you have, you know,
0: that defense on their side kind of causing trouble, wreaking havoc. So, it's inevitably still going to be one of those things where Le'Veon Bell is going to pop off some runs or catches in a game. Where we're going to be like, why did we let this happen? Yeah, I think the thing that sets him apart is his his uh,
1: wide receiver ability. I mean, yeah. he if if he played full-time wide receiver, he could still just be like an average wide receiver, which, you know, if you're a running back, a running it's back pre- is, pretty yeah. good. Uh, that was part of the reason. Uh, the Steelers did not re-sign him because he said, well, I'm basically a wide receiver. I had 85 catches last year. Um, pay me like a wide receiver. Pay me receiver. Wide, a wide receiver, and you just can't when someone's body is taking that damage. You just can't do it. Um, it's not really worth the risk for running backs.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it was another one of those, like, we've had a couple of those over the last uh, year or so. Like, when Antonio Brown got released by the Raiders, we said, oh, Patriots are going to get him, huh? Yeah. And they did. They did. And And then Cam Newton was released by the Panthers. He's going to go to the Patriots, isn't he?
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Cam things so far working out. I guess you know,
0: he has been pretty good.
1: Had a good, really good game in Seattle. Um, then you know,
0: week off, got COVID. Now you know, obviously rusty yesterday, Broncos. I or, think or two days. I was going to say, I think that's, I think that's a pretty nice transition into talking about the week that was. Uh, there is one piece of news. The other, the other thing I was talking about that we predicted uh, last week, but good transition here to talk about how the pa- the Patriots. Um, got beat pretty handily by the Broncos. Yeah. And I think people are going to overreact to this. They probably already are. But oh, anything, Anytime the Patriots do anything, it's it's going to be yeah. a, an people overreaction. Already, people, I've go. already heard this week that the Patriots are the third best team in the AFC East. It's absurd. It's absurd. Listen, people. <laughs> the Patriots, going into Sunday, had practiced two times in the last 16 days because of their facility, facility being closed due to players... And I believe probably a coach or two um, yeah. having COVID-19. And, and mind you, um, think of teams playing on a
1: Thursday night who do have their full practice but have that few days to prepare. So imagine the few days pre- to prepare but spread out, how sloppy Thursday games look. Now imagine you have way less days, even fewer practices, how Rusty it's going to be. I mean, just think of like week one. Teams came out, and it was like, you know. So there was something just off about Week 1, I feel like, in my mind, other than the, all, all the injuries. Something week 2 little... was the big week for injuries. Week 2 was a big week for injuries. Week 1, a lot of sloppiness. I mean, um, I'm just thinking of, like, the Steelers. The Steelers are obviously a lot better than the Giants. And watching the first half of that game, those teams almost looked even because it was no team could play football very well. Yeah, no one had – literally, they had not played football for 11
0: 12 months.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you can imagine the Patriots, uh, Cam still in his you know third, fourth game in that system, uh, with those teammates, with those coaches. He has no experience. He hasn't played football in two or three weeks, and that's hard for a quarterback. You get him out of rhythm as much as he runs. He still need to be able to get in rhythm throwing it, which he was before he went out. And I just don't know how you expect anybody. Uh, though you got to give credit to the Titans, who did have a COVID outbreak. And they came out on that Tuesday night game. They did. And and whooped up on the Bills pretty well. Um, who played another weird game yesterday against the Chiefs. Um, that game, I feel like going in, they smartly were like, the Chiefs, we need to keep them off the field. We need to run the ball. And as soon as they threw Josh Allen out there and said, just throw it downfield, they scored instantly. So yeah, that was interesting. But that, that's just another example of a, a COVID game where it's just, you know... It's Monday at 5 o'clock, and it's the Thursday
0: night football game. doesn't make any sense to so, me, but It was so wild. We weren't even we weren't even back uh, from, you know, being up in Western Maryland. From, yeah. We were <laughs> on our way back, and it's 5 o'clock. like, oh, football. We're pulling... Tw- we're, you know, tw- 10, 15 minutes away from actually being able to get to a TV. Yeah. It's a football game on. Yeah. I walked in, I was like, this is just It's weird. 2 o'clock on the West Coast. Another
1: weird... On a Monday. <laughs> right. Another weird thing about that game... You realize the bills don't play in prime time. Seeing that stadium in the dark was weird. It didn't look right at all. Um, Yeah, just uh,
0: especially, and they also have no no fans. Yeah, no fans at dark, which is which is honestly on its way to becoming the uh, the weird the weird part. Like the weird, uh, like the norm in the NFL is turning into having fans, having some having some amount of fans. Yes,
1: a full stadium. Is jarring an empty stadium's jarring? I think I'm kind of getting used to like the five thousand to ten thousand range, or the the Cowboys' twenty five thousand plus. <laughs> yeah, they break records. They break COVID crowd records every week for all sports because they just have awesome so many people. But indoors, mind you. <laughs> I mean, it's got well, it's got a roof on it. They probably don't need open. Jerry the roof. Jones said the, the way the the uh, air ventilation is designed, it's like a vacuum for the s- stadium area. So it just the air is sucked out of the stadium and shot outside, which is just a load of load of BS. You designed his, uh, you designed the stadium 10, 12 years before the pandemic, saying, let's suck the air out of this place and shoot it out, do it with our ventilation system. Get, a, get out of here. Give me a break, Jerry Jones. More like uh, I feel like Jerry Jones is full of hot air. Uh, <laughs> uh, more ways than one. I mean, jeez. Yeah. Hey Dak already. Good Honestly. God. He's probably so happy about the Dak injury. I'm That's you right a game now. that went well on uh, the other Monday game, huh? Oh man. The card I mean, Kyler Murray was nine of twenty-four passing, and they won the game like 38 to 10. The Cowboys yep. uh, the Cowboys, they play um uh play Washington, I think, this week. I think that was one of my picks. Yes. I Washington could win that game based on the way the Cowboys look. Their, defense, their defense is that bad. and Andy Dalton um, I, I knew, listen... They have Andy, to have the worst defense in the NFL. If it's not the Falcons. If it's not the Falcons. The Falcons played well this week with the new coach. That was strange. Yeah. Um, but the Cowboys... Yeah, I just... That team... Andy Dalton. I knew Andy Dalton. He had some, like, good enough years on those teams. Got to the playoffs. Always losing to the playoffs. But he got him there. Wild card, division, whatever it may be. Um, obviously declined when the team got worse because he's not that great. Man, yesterday... It was horrible. I mean, he looked like he looked like Nathan Peterman out there throwing it. He was scared I mean, to we death. Saw. He was getting grabbed. He was he was trying to make like Josh Allen, Mahomes throws with his arm. He'd have like one person grabbing him, and he's he's got his left arm being grabbed, and he's throwing on his back foot, falling to the ground, getting picked off. It's awful. Some of the worst throws I've seen. He's lucky he didn't have four or five interceptions that game because it felt like every drive there was a play where it was an interception
0: dropped. Last season, the Bengals literally benched Andy Dalton on his birthday. Yeah, so that tells you uh, how much, how much uh, we need to care about Andy Dalton and is how much how much the Bengals cared after he was their quarterback for nine, eight, nine years. Yes, he, uh, yeah, he was the quarterback of a team that ended up getting Joe Burrow. So yep, so just do the math there. Mm-hmm. So we talk about how Week One was a little weird. The Rams beat the Cowboys by three 20 to 17 and let me I mean just a spoiler alert on the rest of these games that is um by far the lowest number that the Cowboys have put up this season next week they they win 40 to 39 against the Falcons a game
1: they had no business winning absolutely not no
0: business at all next week they lose 38 31 Mm. next week that's to the Seahawks. To next week, the Browns come to town and put up forty nine. The on Browns, the Cowboys, the defense. Browns who scored
1: seven total points on Sunday. Uh, the Browns who scored on a, a late first half touchdown, running tempo and chucking it downfield desperately. That was team uh, that the team that benched Baker Mayfield uh, for his safety, I guess. There's the old joke with Jimmy G a couple weeks
0: ago. is for his safety. I think ben- Baker was benched for his safety. Um, yes. He, yeah. So the team that has been out that was outscored week one and last week by the Steelers and Ravens, seventy six to thirteen. Yes. Um, uh, the the
1: Ravens and Steelers co- games combined, uh, not even remotely close.
0: No. Um, and then last week the Cowboys, not this past Sunday, but the week before. The Giants, the the Giants' offense scored thirty four points on the Cowboys. Oof. Daniel Jones scored thirty four points on the Cowboys. Yeah, on the Cowboys' defense, and then this week thirty eight from the Cardinals. There's no reason that Kyle Allen can't put up twenty points on oh. this on this uh, defense. And, and when you got Andy Dalton going against a really good front seven yes with uh Kerrigan. I'm there not is sure like, Chase Young is going to be playing but they great defensive line at least with
1: Washington there's one area where you're like this is this is competent you know yeah everything else is horrible just just god awful but they got something there they got listen that front they seven i mean they 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 were they're up there in sacks i believe uh Chase Young's been I'm banged sure. up which i'm sure is more precautionary than anything um they're not going to force him in there for any reason um but yeah i don't i think i've picked the Cowboys just cuz you know uh, you know, safer pick, I think. Yeah. Um. But, man. And you the Cowboys bad. skill position, guys. I mean, Zeke is just... He's Zeke fumb- fumbling twice. Fumbling. Uh, Man, you he's see... He's already got
0: four fumbles this year.
1: You see the Lisa Salters clip? I did not. She was speaking Uh, some interview. This is after he'd fumbled one. I don't know if it was the first or second, but she-, uh, she was, you know, they go down Lisa Salters. She's like, I spoke with so-and-so. I spoke with Zeke Elliott this week. Um, he says, "I got to clean up the fumbles." He said, uh, "It wouldn't happen again," and uh, it just did. <laughs> Those are her words. It didn't it,
0: he said, "It wouldn't happen again," and it just did. Just amazing. Just so, yeah, the NFC the bit. NFC North all plays each other this week, and it's the horrible. Cowboys are sitting in first place at a record of two and four. It's horrible, and the uh, the Cowboys. Let's see how far are we into the season. Week uh,
1: is week six, seven coming up. Coming up on the seven. Uh, the Cowboys still have. I believe six or seven games that are either nationally televised or like the wide 25. God. So, and I'm telling, and the sad part is that if it was, you know, let's say the Buccaneers, right? Coming to the season, they have a bunch of primetime games. They end up being bad, which they uh, they have not so far. Uh, those games are getting flexed out. It's Tampa. Like, who cares? The Dallas games, you're not going to get it flexed out because that is such a huge market, regardless of how good or bad that team is. We're going
0: to be, they're just fourths down or thirds, regardless. It's horrible. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm. So I'll loop back around to what I was talking about to begin the show. Uh, The two things we predicted last week was uh, the two things we kind of uh, proclaimed out to the world was that uh, Le'Veon would sign with the Chiefs. The other was uh, look out for the Dolphins. Oh, man. And that was the big news today was that, uh, first of all, on Sunday, Dolphins beat the Jets 24 to nothing. Easy. Very easy. Back-to-back blowouts for the Dolphins, too. The fact that Adam Gase is still around just kind of tells you that the Jets don't care how if they win a single game this year they'd
1: prefer not to i yeah yeah so I, yeah go all in and you might hey, hey listen if you're gonna tank tank like, go all go, in on it go oh and 16 don't it's, be like the falcons it's easy to lose games in the nfl that's don't, not that's no secret just go oh and 16 it's not hard just don't change anything with your
0: team just keep losing don't be like the falcons who last year started like one and like one and six and oh, then man. fired off enough wins to go six and ten and not have any, you know, and there's sort of relevant draft pick.
1: Yeah, it's this too bad thing. You you lose a good draft pick and you keep your coaching staff because oh look at us. Hey, we yeah, we, can win, that, games, we can win we games. The way we finish yeah. that season, we can
0: carry that over yeah. uh, carry that momentum yeah. in the next season. How's and it, uh how's it working now? Yeah, how's how are the Falcons how are the Falcons doing? This uh hey, they won hey, you know what? They won on Sunday. They did. So uh they beat a team that was uh one and four. Yes. And they improved to a record of one and five. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going great, and uh, Dan Quinn, he's still there. Yeah, we carried them. They carried the momentum over from last season. Yeah, that's a, that's another
1: man. The Vikings, I just can't figure out what that is. The Vikings Kirk are Cousins. a team. Yeah, yeah, because the Vikings are. But a team I mean, they like, did give up forty points on defense too. Yeah, so. they're a team. I think of them, and I guess I think of like Dalvin Cook and. Dalvin the, Cook was out. Yeah. Oh. Well, yeah. Well, that explains a lot. And I think of like Thielen and Justin Jefferson. I'm like, well, there's some good skill guys. Similar to the Cowboys, where it's like, you know, Amari Cooper, uh, Ceedee Lamb. You got uh, Zeke Elliott. You think of those guys. You're like, well, that's they've got solid pieces there. But it's just never.
0: It's always something. Quarterback. Justin Jefferson's going to be very much in the mix for Offensive Player of the Year. Oh yeah, not just rookie. Yeah, (laughs) I'm telling
1: you. I meant offensive rookie of the year. Well, listen – He's, he every week it's like a on red zone it's like here's Justin Jefferson 45 yards downfield um on that team listen
0: really pop- he's going to get he's going to get plenty of yeah, plenty, plenty of, of, of looks plenty yeah. of targets so it's not like the vikings have not been scoring other outside of the colts game where they only scored 11 Oof. they scored 34 30 31 26 20, 23 but the uh the old the old defense similar to the cowboys Giving up 43, Bad. 28, 31, 31, 27, 40. So yeah. that's looking that's a, uh, pretty
1: rough. It's a defense that was good a few years ago, and they're still just kind of riding those guys, and it's just not
0: uh, it's not yeah. happening. So back to today's big news was that Tua is in. It's Tua time. So, yeah, the, the Dolphins were blowing out the Jets on Sunday, and then at the end of the game, Brian Flores goes and puts in Tua Tagovailoa, And he hands gets a few handoffs in there, and throws two passes, two for two for nine yards, and uh, like Dave Wasserman, Brian Flores said, "I've seen enough." Seen enough. (laughs) Now Tua is the starting quarterback for the three and three Dolphins, so uh, second place in in the uh, AFC East, I believe. Yes, they are. They are three
1: and three. The Patriots are two and three. If I'm remembering correctly, uh, yes. The Bills are up, yeah, four and two now. I think. Let's see, would that put them in the playoffs if that if the uh, season ended today? All those wild card spots now. I'd imagine if if anything, they're tied with someone for a spot because three yeah. and three. I mean, I think there's going to be like a 500 wild card team in there every year. Mm-hmm. You generally have one or two good ones, and then there's you know someone straggling.
0: Along. So actually, right now there would be, be the the wild card teams would be the Ravens at uh four, five and one. Oh my. That's, that's quite a that's, that's quite a five, a five seed there. That's a rough draw. That's gonna be that's gonna be a rough draw for uh, whoever's whoever's the force. Actually, looking at this right now, that four-five matchup is looking like if the season ended right now, the four versus five would be the Bills and the Ravens. Wow. And uh, let's see, would do six and seven. Six and seven don't play each other. It's a uh, three versus six and two versus seven. Yes, the only one team gets a
1: bye now. Yeah. You just mo- you basically yeah, you add you add a team at the bottom and then take one of the byes and bring them down for the new bottom team. And that's
0: So, that's so the, yes, the current seven. the current one seed in the AFC will be decided this Sunday. Yeah. in a 5 and fi- 5 and 0 versus 5 and 0 matchup between the Titans and Steelers. So let's just say that the the winner of that game would get a bye mm-hmm. and the loser right now would play the Cleveland Browns oh. or the Indianapolis Colts. Oh yeah. See that? Okay, that's a pretty so good. So if we get the tiebreaker, let's see. The Browns and Colts just played each other. Let's see who won. I don't remember. The um the Browns and Colts when did they play? Week 5. Uh, I
1: believe the Browns
0: won by Browns like- won 10 points, right? So if we give them the tiebreaker there, that makes the Browns a 6 seed. Uh they would play the Let's see. Do the math here: five and one, five and zero. Oh. They would play the uh, the Chiefs. Oh, so that's a tough draw. Yeah. And then Jeez. the Colts would play either the Steelers or the Titans. Okay. And the other, the Steelers and Titans will get a bye. Interesting. So that's the AFC is actually really good AFC's this year. Pretty tough. I mean, I feel
1: like the Browns at their current rate, they seem like a team that's they're going to beat all the bad teams they play they're going to struggle against the good teams and in the middle they might compete for one or two wins. And I think that's good and I think the Browns are good All enough right. to snag that that last spot at least. So I think the AFC North should have 3 3 in based on, you know, yeah. How many spots there are. If the Browns don't, you know, fall apart. Yeah, which which, which very well could, could Browns, happen. So um, we'll see. I mean, we'll see after this week cuz that's a uh that's a bad loss.
0: The NFC uh, playoff picture is much
1: funnier. Oh, yeah. Because we start <laughs> with uh <laughs> the the <laughs> The Cowboys are going to be facing a team that probably has more wins than their entire division. So let's see. <laughs> there are team there's like 3 or 4 teams with more
0: wins than that division. The Cowboys would play the 4 and 1 Green Bay <laughs> Packers. <laughs> oh man.
1: In Dallas. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, man, you're better off playing in Green Bay because Aaron Rodgers in Dallas is the best quarterback of all oh, time. Oh, He's boy. the best quarterback anywhere except for oh, Tampa, apparently. You could not but get
0: a worse draw there. Aaron Rodgers in Dallas, they deserve the worst draw possible. Tell them that. All right, so right now the sixth seed and the seventh seed would both come from the NFC West. It would be the Cardinals, oh, yeah. and the Rams. oh yeah, sitting in the last place in the NFC West at three and three is the San Francisco 49ers last year's NFC champion. Mm, good division really. Probably and that's the, after probably that's, the best. That's after the 49ers beat the Rams this past Sunday, which that was b- baffling. that was just kind of like one of those things where it's like, yeah, NFL's weird, that, yeah that the, of course that happened.
1: check that score around like 1130 midnight. I was like, what? I, thought, yeah. I I looked at it twice. I was like, I I'm looking. I had
0: this flipped. So right now, it's we're given uh, the uh, Google gives the second <laughs> place in the NFC West to the Cardinals. I don't know that the Cardinals and Rams played. I don't, I don't believe they have. No, no. So right now, they they would be the sixth seed, and they would play the three seed, which would be the four and two Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh man, and uh, the Seahawks sitting at 5 and 0, the only undefeated team in the NFC West had their bye week this week. Yeah, only only undefeated team left in the NFC, total. Yes. Yeah, Packers dropped out. And uh they would get the bye, which would make the 2 versus 7 game, the 4 and 2 LA Rams against this is my favorite part. The 5 and 1 Chicago
1: Bears. Oh, brother. Get them out of it. I need the losing streak to come already for that team. What? Let's someone, look at. Let's just, pull up the schedule.
0: Someone just beat them. Like, let's pull up the schedule. there has got to be a stretch of like what's going to happen. Like here? Packers. Bucks, so they beat. They beat the Panthers this Seahawks. week, they're, which the Panthers are fine, but they are they're missing Christian McCaffrey.
1: They're like they're like sl- just they're very, three and three, very slightly below league average team. Yes, put the, a label
0: on it. So we pull up the Bears here. This week the Bears play. <laughs> It'd be a playoff preview against the Rams. Oh, man. Except in L.A. So the Rams are a five-and-a-half-point favorite it's, this uh, Monday. It's Monday Night Football, right? Yes, it is. Man. So we got the Bears playing in L.A. against the Rams. They got to lose that game. Let's call that a loss. Rams coming off of loss like that, they got to come out. Uh, the next loss. week, they will play the Saints in Chicago. I feel like that's got to be another loss. Saints got to, man. These are all these games oh, where I'm like, this these, is, these could a, come down, but man. This is a tough stretch. So, so far, they've... Uh, they beaten the Lions, the Giants, and the Falcons. <laughs> oh, jeez! They lost nineteen to eleven to the Colts, <laughs> and they beat the Buccaneers by one on a Thursday, nineteen to eleven. And they beat the and they beat the Panthers. So we got the Rams. There's zero wins. The Saints, and then going to Tennessee. Oh, that's a loss. Three weeks in a row. We could that could be a very quick drop from five and one to Just five and four. Wipe them out. Just go through. Then we get the Vikings in Chicago. Yeah, they'll beat the Vikings. So we, that would take them to six and four. Then they go to Green Bay on Sunday night. On a Sunday night. Oh, Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night. Man. So let's call that six and five. Nothing the only thing the only thing that, that's second to Aaron Rodgers in Dallas is Aaron Rodgers on Sunday night football. Mm. Uh six and five. Then they play the Lions in Chicago, which for, I feel like the Chicago... this could be wrong. It's a them for me. Yeah. Um I'm, I'm what I'm saying <laughs> Uh, don't quote me on this. I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I believe that every year in the history of the NFL, the Lions and Bears have split the season series. Wow. Every year. It happens every year. Interesting. So, we're going to call that six and six before they play the Texans, who are currently one and five. And Texans could beat them if they play well.
1: They could. That's a big if, Give though. them the win. Big if, though. Think they beat the Texans? Sure. Yeah, they can do then it. Then Minnesota, in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, another win, Okay. 8 and 6. I think they beat Minnesota? The Jaguars? Oh man, the Jags they're they're full on tanking now.
0: They nine, got that one win and they 9 just, wins they, they've given up. Then they play the Packers. No, no chance. Late late in the year. But Bears, if the Packers. Packers. If the Packers have the one seed, ah uh, But I mean I would give that to Seattle right now. Yeah, Seattle, man. So if I mean if the Packers they could be playing for the one seed. So they could play Aaron Rodgers that last week. That's true. So Who's their backup Matt Flynn. <laughs> it's
1: always Matt Flynn. It's always Matt honestly. Flynn. It's uh... oh no,
0: it's a Jordan Love. Jo- oh
1: brother! <laughs> Listen, if Aaron, so, if Aaron has any say in that, Jordan Love. We're gonna not be a all year.
0: We're being a little. We're being a little. I guess generous, giving them the Texans and both the Vikings games. We're gonna call it nine wins for the Bears. That's not mm, maybe the last seed. It could. I don't think nine's good enough. Uh, the NFC might be too good for that to be.
1: We'll it. see who we'll see who falls off. But both the the AFC and the NFC look like they have six to seven like good teams. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's they're probably. Like, I mean, I could sit. I mean, the Browns were ugly. Obviously, it's funny. I was about to say, it looks like there might not be a bad team in the in the in the playoffs this year. But then I remembered all the division winners get in. Yes. So the what NFC East. Uh, yeah. Can we push out? That
1: really is the Dak injury. Like it, that is anyone's division. Honestly. like absolutely
0: Washington or New York could win that division I would not be shocked it's it's literally the Cowboys at two and four and everyone else is a game or a half game behind yeah it's wild and the big week this week they all play each other big play I mean what is it week seven Eagles Giants on Thursday night or and uh Cowboys and Washington on on Sunday well-deserved Thursday night game. And prime I think time, they, I think there's playoff. like I think the very next week, the Cowboys and Eagles play each other. Oh. So, flex that one to prime time, right? I mean, there's... there's Battle a, for first place. Those game, The in-division <laughs> games
1: are the only winnable games for those teams. Yeah. They're not beating anybody. No. Except the Jets.
0: Well, yeah. Yeah. Only the Jets. Nobody yeah. else. Yeah, no, definitely. Uh, a team that I did not say would be making the playoffs right now, that was the... Uh, I believe... If I just read that right, yeah. The Saints are would not be in the playoffs right oh, now. Wow. If the season ended today. Interesting. And the Bears would be. That's why you got to start Jameis. The Bears and the Cardinals would be in the playoffs, but the New Orleans Saints would not be. Mm. And neither would the 49ers. The 49ers wow. are, again, last in their division at 500. I they can- would be leading the <laughs> NFC East, and they are last in the NFC West. man.
1: I I think if the NFC East is, just, if the NFC East God. winner finishes like bad enough like truly awful it we it might, might see, we have to force a rule change it, we might see a rule change Liz, like the we've had some seven and nine teams get in um, if a six and ten it, Cowboys
0: got in the playoffs yes but right now or my mom just texted me that the Bears and the Ravens have the same record right now. Wow. I'm not a fan of that. Wow. I, don't, I don't like I don't like that comment. Hey, listen, that's the only, <laughs> you, there's one stat that matters
1: and that's wins. That's true. It's true. It is hard to argue that though, but yeah. Hey, we'll see. Yeah, hey, listen, it, it'll play out. <laughs> Let's see. But yeah. I guess the, in this system, Got If it. your division is truly great top to bottom and you you really play that over a season, your whole division could be in the playoffs. Three wild
0: cards. That's true. There is three wild that cards. That would be now. interesting right now uh the only team that would get in over them let's see if the bears fell off and somehow the 49ers like all the, all four teams in the NFC West picked it up right now it would be cuz literally the last team in is the rams at 4 and 2 then mm. it's the saints at 3 and 2 and then it's the panthers and 49ers
1: at 3 and 3 wow You know, if I had to guess, I'd say the Cardinals will probably be the team that tails off, and the Niners will ride off a few wins, and they'll get in over them. I feel like the Cardinals
0: have had a pretty pretty soft schedule to start out. Yeah, But even then, I mean, that team has pieces. They they play the Seahawks this week. Uh, That'll be the real test. That's a big game. But, man,
1: even based on what they've done so far, even against bad teams, if that's the worst team in your division and you still have to play them twice, I mean, that's a tough schedule for those other teams. So whoever wins that division, which is probably going to be the Seahawks, uh, they definitely earned it. I'm interested to see what the Seahawks do. Looking the at the, the
0: Cardinal year. schedule, I'm going to give them seven wins for sure, and mm-hmm. then it's a lot of the division games. Yeah. It's a game against the Patriots. A game against the Bills. Yeah, I mean seven, eight wins in last place. I mean that's you know you're, that's the best last place team in right. the league for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's that's an interesting one. Let's see if we've uh, let's float back to last week. See if we missed any storylines. Uh, keep mentioning it, but uh, I don't know why. The Dolphins are doing this. Yeah, it was really
1: confusing. Why are they benching Fitzpatrick? Why
0: now? Yeah, especially when you're on a two-game win streak, you've gotten to three and three. Um, Nick did make a good point today on Twitter, saying
1: uh, like Ryan Fitzpatrick has these good starts, and then there's one game where it's he just it blows up in his face, and it's like they, true. It's like they can feel it coming, and they're just like, let's get out in front of it, and maybe it's fair. And obviously, we probably don't know the full story on Tua's health. Maybe they wanted to start him for the beginning of the year, and they got to a point like, okay, like this, we feel good.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um, it's, it presented I mean, they've it, seen him in practice,
1: and we haven't. So. It presented itself, yes, and maybe, you know, it's if a guy doesn't know the playbook, he doesn't know the playbook. We don't know the situation. But, listen, you had you had a blowout against a bad team, uh, a nice garbage time drive just to throw him in there, get a little NFL action. Then you got a bye week, all right? So you, you kind of got a feel for the game. Now, let's get into it. You're going to prepare as the starter. And then, you know, Aaron Donald shows up. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So I'm looking back. The other, the, uh, the result, the weird result of the week we didn't really talk about yet was the Buccaneers just destroying the Packers. Shocking. That was very weird.
1: Aaron Rodgers was bad. Yeah. Like normally they they lose that game and Rodgers is is at least, you know, six, like 55, 60% completion, a little low for him. Uh, still throws for like a touchdown or two. He was throwing. Interceptions, pick six. I mean, it was
0: wild. Um, do the Buccaneers have a good de- well eh. I was gonna <laughs> say, do they have a good defense? I think they're pretty good on defense. They're just solid. You know, they gave up thirty four to the Saints in week one, but week one. Week one yeah. Seventeen yeah, seven. to the Panthers, ten to the Broncos, thirty one to the Chargers. Mm. Which I mean, eh, twenty to the Bears, which be, if you wanna go on to the Packers. You
1: wanna hop on the Herbert train, you say, Well, thirty one, still not great, but Yeah. You know, you you have off games. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: the Packers just said nothing on offense. Yeah. Like, Rodgers. Rodgers was 16 of 35, 160 yards, and two interceptions. And then, running the ball, they had uh, 94 yards. Aaron Jones had 10 carries for 15 yards. Mm. I mean, Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon had better days running the ball, but, I mean, not sure what happened there with Aaron Jones. And Packers had a... Uh Who's the tight end? They have a tight end that got hurt. They they were going
1: on for the first five minutes of the game. I don't know his name. He's new. new to I just me.
0: put in a waiver a claim for him on. Uh, He's new to Fantasy me, football. But they,
1: they went on the first two drives. Uh, Buck and Aikman about how much Aaron Rodgers loves this guy, loves this tight end, and uh, the very next play he walks off the field hurt, and I imagine that changed things. Um, not a great Robert Tanyan. Ex- Tanyan, Yeah, his uh, not a great excuse. My tight end got hurt. I, I believe I, he came I'm back, bad. and he's expected to play next week. Okay, so. that's good. But it's, yeah, that's the only thing I could think, other than the Bucks just being wildly yeah, good. Yeah,
0: the only other thing uh, I would want to say, bring up bring up from last week, is that the Ravens got off to a, a big start against the Eagles, and then, surprise, surprise, the offense puttered, uh, pittered, whatever you want to say, they, uh, they uh, pittered out again Yeah, in the second half. So for which is weird for a running football team. I believe it took until five and a half minutes left in the second quarter for the Eagles to get into positive yardage yeah. for the rest of the game. There was a point that in about six minutes left in the first half, the Eagles had negative seven total yards. Oof. The Eagles might
1: be the team to watch in that division. Based on what they've done the past couple weeks, they've they've they took the Steelers and the Ravens Basically to the wire. They found a new wide receiver, Travis. Travis Fulgham, Fulgham is insane for some reason. Yeah, um, and
0: they're right now they're missed against the Ravens. They were missing Deshaun Jackson, and they've been missing Deshaun Alshon been, Jeffrey. Yes, so this that could be the the bounce back team. If, second if half get, of the year, they get Jeffrey or
1: Deshaun back. Uh, I that's that's the best team in that division. Definitely. Uh, Wentz, even though he's bad, still right now <laughs> might be the best quarterback. Um, I think their thing is putting together a complete game, because against the Ravens, obviously a horrible start. The Steelers, fairly competitive off the bat, but mostly because of one busted play by the Steelers defense, storm play, and then it was late in that game they started putting up all these points. So similar uh, games by the Eagles, um, if they can put together complete games against their division, upset a couple others, they'll win. They'll win that division by two or three
0: games, I think. Definitely. But so, still
1: only finished with, like, seven wins. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, the Ravens' defense has been insane to start the season. Uh, the offense, they're going into bye week this week. So,
1: figure it out. Just go back to your identity, honestly. Figure it out. I'm trying to do too much. Honestly. Getting too cute out here, See, right? I think
0: what, ha- what happened was uh, Greg Roman's thought going into the year he's like well Lamar took this big leap last year <laughs> Darby down he's going to take this big leap to being like Aaron Rodgers level passer this year and you know, on the deep ball and they've been trying to just incorporate the deep passing into the into the offense and it's just not there yet yeah it's just not there yet just you know run your read option
1: you know run your play action throw it to the tight end over the middle just yeah. it's it's simple enough for that team okay.
0: so yeah that's that's i think we can that puts a wrap on last week. Yeah, and we'll go into sticks picks. Oh baby, for this sticks, week, sticks picks. This is exciting. Week seven. We'll go ahead. We'll get this fired up. All Here right. we go. Week si- Wait, week seven. Week seven. I just said it. Yeah. Week. We're on it. Seven. Let's go. Sticks picks.
1: Let's go. All right. So we're thirty nine and twenty on the year. Pretty solid. Nine and five last week. Rough start, but we recovered after the one o'clock window. Thursday night football this week. Eagles-Giants. This division should be relegated. Eagles Ugh. win. Sunday, 1 o'clock. Steelers-Titans. We're going to learn a lot about both these teams, I think. When I picked this game a couple weeks ago, good I had game. the Steelers. I'm staying with them, even though the Titans are pretty good. I think they win a very close game. I'm Two talking Titans. Talking one minute left in the quarter. Uh, Falcons-Lions. I don't think I've picked the Falcons game correctly this season. I'll pick them this week, see what happens. browns Bengals. We'll browns win. bounce back after that pitiful game. Saints-Panthers. Uh, Saints at home. Go with them. They're a better team. Bills, Jets. Uh, Jets making a strong run at that number one pick. They continue that quest this week. Bills by 24 points. That's uh, that's what you want the Bills by. Cowboys, Washington. I think the Cowboys win a close game here. Yeah, it's close. It uh, doesn't really matter to me, though. Uh, relegation, make it happen. Please. Packers, Texans. Aaron Rodgers can't be that bad two weeks in a row. It just can't happen. No. Packers. Sunday, 4 o'clock, Seahawks, Cardinals. Big game for the Cardinals. Uh, Seahawks win this game They start 6-0 But I feel like the Cards Will keep it competitive This is a big game for them. Chiefs Broncos Big win for the Broncos In New England But the Chiefs aren't COVID infested At least as of now When we're recording this Chiefs win big I think Patriots 49ers Said the 49ers were bad They beat the Rams I Said the Patriots Couldn't lose to the Broncos And they did Patriots win here I have no confidence In this game Chargers Jags Herbert is the real deal Alright Look out for Herbert Chargers get a much needed win It's Bucks Raiders On Sunday Night Football how about that? What a world we live in. Bucks Why? Raiders on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Bucks by a touchdown. Monday Night Football. We got the Rams and the Bears. Uh, despite their ability to keep winning, the Bears are frauds. Go Rams. In all in all phases. Those are six picks for Week Seven of the NFL season. How about that? Yeah. How many of those are going to be wrong?
0: Uh at least one.
1: I mean I said the forty go nine were least, bad when they came with out. At least one. Man. I Let's think I mean it. the Patriots were my lock last week. I mean, they said they couldn't lose, no matter who they had at quarterback.
0: Look what happened. That's the NFL in twenty twenty. Titans got me too hyped when they beat the Bills. It's really just one of the grossest weeks possible for primetime games. Bucks what is it? Bucks Raiders? Bucks Raiders. Sunday night. Football. I mean it's four and two against
1: three and two, but Tom Brady. Why? Tom Brady effect, Derek yeah. Carr, Can Brady miss. in Vegas against Garuda. Uh, Bra- yeah, Brady in Vegas. Brady and that's Vegas. what it is. Disgusting. And then, give me a
0: break. Who's giving the Bears these mon- these primetime games? I know, like it's, Chicago, like, it's worked market. out that they're five and one. No, them, I mean. no, that's that's fake. I know, oh, man. Break. The promotion, five and one Bears. You're gonna hear that all week. Absolutely, ESPN. these teams are uh, nine and three combined. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Thursday night, these teams are. Uh, bad (laughs) two nine and one combined hey that's that's thursday night football for you baby that is yes well that's what happens when you
1: force everyone to play on thursday is that you gotta hey at least they took two bad teams and put them on the same week you know yeah, so it's not just like oh, here come the Packers going to blow out. Yeah, it's the, not like know, the Browns are. Yeah, it's Bengals. not like
0: we got to deal with the Giants one week on Thursday and the Eagles on another Thursday. Yeah, just put them together. We get them both at you know? once. Just though the only downside, the,
1: the only downside is you put two good teams and all of a sudden an important game is played on a short week, which was I was happy the the Bills and Chiefs ended up. Playing I guess that's Monday. why they don't do they. I guess that's why they yeah. don't really. Yeah, it's like this whole thing they keep putting. Steelers, Ravens on Thanksgiving. Like that's gonna happen this year, it's come more common. That game's too important to put on Thanksgiving. Like honestly. That, people don't realize it's funny people always think of Thursday night football as bad and terrible. But then all of a sudden you talk about Thanksgiving football, which yeah. is Thursday. Some of those games even earlier in the day, and everyone's like, "Yeah, Thanksgiving football tradition." It's now those games are it's, always terrible.
0: Those games are horrible because it always, it's always the Lions and it's always the Cowboys, oh, and bro. the Lions are always bad, and the Cowboys for the last twenty years are have usually been bad, and this year it's going to be worse than usual. The Cowboys f- are worse than usual, I and guess. the Lions are still the Lions. Yeah. I got to see these matchups here. It's not good. I remember see- I remember seeing it. It is uh, not. Week 12, all right? So 1230, we got Texans and Lions. Oh, my God. At least
1: we get to watch Deshaun uh, Watson run for his life. Um, That'll be fun to watch God him Lord. Scurry, Lord. scurry around. Um, oh, man. Washington and the Cowboys, 430 on Fox. Hey, we got a preview of that this Sunday. Ugh. And then Steelers-Ravens, you know, who are probably at that point going to combine for more wins than the four previous teams playing that day. Um All right.
0: I have I have a bone to pick. Well, uh the Sunday before Thanksgiving, the Ravens play the Titans. Word to Kendrick Lamar. And the Steelers play the Jaguars.
1: Oh, oh god. <laughs> hey, in Jacksonville, tough win, tough place to play.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm look I'm watching you NFL. Steelers are going to be see tested. See what you're doing. Though.
1: Steelers going to be tested these next couple. See weeks. what you're doing. I don't like it.
0: Steel's got at Titans,
1: week eight, at Ravens. Yeah.
0: So, that, that, Ravens got their body. Their, they do at least, because the Titans uh, decided to, uh, I don't know, just yell in each other's mouths without <laughs> uh, masks on or whatever they were doing. Just spitting on each other. Yeah, and then decided <laughs> that while they were while their facility was closed, that they would go have another uh, spit-swapping party on uh, some high school field. Uh, the Ravens get to have their bye week before the Steelers game, the first Steelers game. Mm-hmm. So that's fun. Instead of uh, having it before the Colts game, which um, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's fun. Ravens minus six right now seems about right. So yeah, at least at one o'clock we have the Steelers and Titans, while uh, eight other games are on. Why? I know it's they don't usually start flexing games until like week twelve. Uh, can you just flex the Steelers and Titans to Sunday night? They. There's some more
1: lenient rules in later years, like they. Or can at flex least the Seahawks earlier. and Cardinals. I, I yeah. Why would you not? I guess. I mean, I guess the Bucks and Raiders both having winning records will get them the game.
0: Okay, so at least. Seahawks Cardinals is the four o five Fox game. Yeah. The only game on Fox in the late window, and then we got Forty ers Patriots, which at four twenty five on CBS, which I assume will be Romo and Nance. Yep. So that's. I mean, they're they're three and three and two and three, but that should be a pretty solid matchup. I mean, they're not as good as they were last year, but either yeah, team. both those teams come out.
1: Yeah, they've had those teams that have had some wacky injuries and wacky yeah. games, so they they're both they're both good. So
0: that's fun. Yeah. All right. Yeah, primetime games. are just so, so yeah, that's fun. the NFL. I think for these last this last little quarter of the show here, I'll uh, we'll get some college football talk in. I was gonna thought I was thinking baseball. Oh yeah, thirteen minutes of baseball. World Series baseball bottom of the, is bottom of the second. Listen, you're right not now. getting thirteen minutes of baseball out of me. Yeah, we'll just bring it. Yeah, game one of the World Series. Yeah, that's yeah, that's happened. Let's see how Kershaw's doing? Two innings, a hit. At- a walk, Atlanta two sports. Re- Atlanta sports really is cursed. Oh my gosh, horribly cursed. Yeah, they had a whole whole weekend of uh, let's see. Georgia Tech got blown out seventy three to seven. To Clemson, Georgia State lost. The the Braves blew a three one lead. The Falcons uh, got further away from Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Let's see. Anything else happened? The Hawks. uh, The Hawks didn't do anything bad. So congrats the congrats the Hawks by by default. (laughs) Yeah, congrats to the Hawks. But if they played, I'm
1: sure they would have blew like you know a fifteen twenty
0: point lead in the fourth or something. Yeah. The most baseball talk can get out of me, especially involving the Tampa Bay Rays, is going to be talking about the, the 2008 World Series team. Oh man
1: young david price
0: yeah i think it was closer david price at the time oh
1: yeah i think you're right it his debut cuz the, the younger guys you know they're not starting fully yet they kind of
0: bring him out of the bullpen ease him in watched a would. trivia show today that had a round about baseball both questions were about the 2008 rays wow and uh so i swept those we were just talking about that a few days ago we were we were just, just screaming we were just screaming out names that used to play for the rays <laughs> And then the Levitard show did the same thing the next day. Did the same bit, yeah, yeah, unreal. Carlos Pena, James Shields, yeah, big game James, big game
1: James. The, the what a wild nickname! It's it's that's the playoff P of baseball. Yeah, he's n- he
0: never won a big game in his life. No, big game James, big game James. Yeah, got a Melvin Upton Jr. <laughs> Melvin, that's Upton. BJ. That's BJ Upton. Okay, yeah, folks. yeah. What a weird thing that was. Very weird. Very
1: strange. Yeah, when guys change their name, it's like I just don't. It's like uh, Mitch and Mitchell Trubisky. Mm -hmm. It's like what? Who? What? Or or Tyrod
0: Taylor going to Tyrod? Like what? What was the deal with that? I guess people just were pronouncing his name wrong the whole time, and he he, finally spoke up loud enough that people were like
1: paid attention. Somebody in his corner's got to speak up a little sooner. I mean, that's nearly a decade of people. Right. Even at
0: Virginia Tech, it was like that's Tyrod Taylor. Jeez. Yeah, man. Anyway, that's the, yeah, that's the highly disputed World Series preview. Okay. <laughs> I'm going. Uh, hey,
1: well, you need predictions here, though. Dodgers. We're always right. I think Dodgers in six. I
0: I felt six. I mean, I picked Lakers in six. That works. So I'll go Dodgers six, in six. Six was six was my gut. I don't the, know. I don't want to have a clue. I, I mean, I just, on
1: paper, on paper, it's 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 Dodgers in five or six. I mean, um, you but, throw
0: out a, you throw out a playoff Clay, Clayton Kershaw playoff game. Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's pitch, he's pitching game. well right
1: now. Second inning, he's looking good. I mean, it's pretty early. Yeah, pretty early. Generally, um, I believe his his ERA after the fifth inning in the playoffs is something above eight. And the rest of the innings, it's something below four. So, yeah, something just pull him yeah. at the, the fifth, honestly. Get with it. Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger, man. The name uh, I know. Kike Hernandez. Mookie. Mookie. He is a Dodger. I forget that every time I watch a Dodger game. Mookie Betts. Dodgers probably my second favorite team. Gotta say,
0: always Dodgers have a good aesthetic.
1: Always nice aesthetic. I've always loved Clayton Kershaw. Kershaw, loved, uh, like Kershaw. Y- Yasiel Puig really got Puig, me that team, man, man, man.
0: Underappreciated guy. Absolutely, too much fun. Good locker room presence. I feel like he's problematic in a way that I can't remember. So we'll probably. Uh, uh, I mean we yeah. don't endorse whatever that thing is that we're forgetting.
1: Yes, we do not endorse problematicness. We don't. Ah, yeah. Hey, (laughs) we don't do it. Question mark. We don't endorse it. (laughs) No, we don't endorse bad
0: things here. Okay. No. Yeah. Go Steelers. (laughs) (laughs) We only endorse uh, what WVU. WVU. Um, listen. LeBron James. LeBron James has never done a bad thing in his life. Yeah. And quote me on that. Except for when. uh, You quote me on it later. Yeah. Wins. He does something bad. The China you say, hey, remember when you say this? Yeah. Remember when he said this? No, I don't remember. It. The China thing's a little questionable. I never said it. Talking
1: about D- uh, Daryl Morey, but, you know. I mean, listen. Hmm. Other than that, though, listen, not a blemish
0: on his on his reputation. Listen, if LeBron was to pledge his allegiance to the People's Republic of China, <laughs> I'll be right there with him. <laughs> He's never wrong. Never been wrong. Yeah, Yeah. So, yeah. That's baseball. It's baseball talk. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and uh, so, our conclu- to conclude our World Series coverage, LeBron James is the greatest player of all time.
0: <laughs> no, con- to conclude our baseball coverage, uh, we will be pledging our allegiance to the People's Republic <laughs> of China. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into the last episode of Highly Disputed. Let's go on a good note. Uh, college football, it's been Ooh. cool this year, huh? West Virginia. They have good defense, really good. Where'd that come from? Um, Neil Brown. I don't know. They how about, put all, did they how about put that?
1: all the uh, did they put all the good offensive players on defense, and they're just too good athletes to be bad there. Yeah.
0: They might have not much offense. Listen, we need, we do need to talk about uh, the quarterback. We need we need a new quarterback in there. Yeah, Jared Dagey, Jared Doge. He's not doing. it. He's not doing it. It's not. No, put me back there. Good team though. They're getting uh, top twenty top twenty five votes from uh, Brent McMurphy, who has wow. uh, not pl- not who has. Not putting in the teams that haven't played yet, like the Big Ten teams. But hey, that's hey. The, speaking of that, it adds up. We brought back Big Ten football. Folks. We did it. We did it. We did it. Woo!
1: Pandemics Big Ten football. over.
0: Pandemics over. Big Ten football's back. Yes, sir. So that's that's happening. Uh, all those teams are going to look awful. Just no. Oh, that's going to be bad. Just yeah. Weird. Weird. Uh, Covid practices with like I mean at Shepherd here they're practicing in like groups of twelve now twenty four I believe yeah they bumped it, it up. was twelve it's gonna be uh, fifty here soon yeah the football team uh, they were practicing there for a minute and then they weren't for a minute mm. we don't need uh, for some reason they stopped practicing for a week interesting Well who knows who knows why but uh, uh, anyway yeah those Big Ten teams gonna look awful Um believe PJ Fleck. Said something weird this week about uh, letting something about letting f- fans. Oh, I believe uh, the Big Ten said that they're not going to enforce uh, masks on the sideline. Oh, bro. they said it's going to be up to the schools to enforce, which <laughs> means that no coaches are going to be wearing masks. <laughs> <laughs> and that surely that won't run in there won't be any problems that run out of that. It's nah, not nah, like nah. any college football coaches have gotten coronavirus. At least any notable ones, right? No. Like,
1: you, Nick Saban couldn't get COVID.
0: No. Well, he, he, he didn't. Almost. He didn't. It's not like there was an SEC coach who said that, you know, no. their stadium <laughs> needs to pack the, let's let's call it the swamp.
1: Yeah, that's a, that's like Just a, ge- a generic, generic stadium nickname, generic, yeah. the
0: swamp. Packing the swamp with 90,000 people. He didn't say 90,000, yeah. but he did say pack it in. Let's say it's in a like a hot spot like like Florida. Yeah, let's hypothetically. Hypothetically, this state real of any- Florida, perhaps a university of the state of Florida. Says a thing like that. You would think that that guy's not going to get coronavirus at any point. Yeah. But he did. Oh weird surprise it's a big surprise big surprise so yeah. actual football um alabama georgia played this week it was number two versus number three which was mm-hmm. very weird to have that big of a game uh during this part of this weird season yeah and yeah. i mean alabama they showed that they're still they're still the cream of the crop they are uh close game till like about when about when the fourth quarter started and georgia's then, better they're yeah. getting there yeah. They, they are on their four-string quarterback. Yes, because which, they had which, one quarterback that opted out, one that's coming back from injury. Who were both of those guys were transferred, yeah. and then their third one got benched for scoring two points against Arkansas and a half. <laughs> which hey, it's not looked so bad. Arkansas, pretty good. The winning pretty good games. They I, they I believe they've already won more games than they have the past years combined in, yeah. in conference play, which
1: is mm-hmm. wild.
0: Meanwhile, Arkansas's former coach is now the offensive coordinator at Auburn, Ooh. which is going fine. Going fine. Ah, uh, listen, <laughs> Bo Nicks. Don't get me started on that guy. Bo Nicks. Go Knicks. <laughs> he does, he is a bit like the Knicks. He's a bit like the Knicks, just uh god awful Auburn football, <laughs> the New York Knicks of, co- of college football. I mean the uh, or- orange and blue, right? <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah, different different shade, different, different shades. Shades. Yeah. yeah, Georgia. They brought in a new offensive coordinator, Todd Munkin, who is a favorite of NFL Twitter from his years and uh, from in uh Tampa, I believe the year that Brian Fitzpatrick played was a uh, Todd Munkin year. Oh, and really good offense going there for a while. First few games. And, and then there was the blow up games. So. Yes. And then Munkin got fired, went to the Browns last year, and the NFL doesn't like him. that. Just They let him go after that, too. Mm-hmm. New coaching staff in with uh, Stefanski, and now he made his way over to Georgia. And Georgia's offense, I mean, they're pa- they passed the ball a little too much. In the second yes. half, yeah, when really, they should just run the ball because really Georgia. Obviously, Georgia run the ball with the, your four-string quarterback. It's a good yes. idea. Yes, And your line where every guy is like 400 yeah. pounds. But, yeah, So, that was a pretty good game for a while. Uh, so, that's the number three team in the country lost to number two, but number three team lost. Uh, the number five team in the country lost, and if you didn't know any better, <laughs> you would never guess that it was the North Carolina Tar Heels Ugh. losing to Florida State. Uh <laughs> I mean, it makes sense. You know, usually it'd be like, yeah, Florida State beat North Carolina. Yeah. Makes sense. One of them was ranked number five. Mm.
1: Yeah, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> if this is nine years ago, you're thinking, yes, this is totally. This is all. This is all great. Right.
0: Hey, hey, they won the national championship seven years ago. Oh, okay? okay, James. Okay. James
1: was seven years. That's ago. why they were ranked five. You know, they ranked you know one and two of the 2013. So you gotta
0: yeah you gotta push it back a year. Exactly. It's a little bit worse of a team. Let's see. Yeah, we got our. I think this upcoming week got my eyes on another AAC game, Cincinnati and SMU. Cincinnati uh, had themselves an outbreak of the old Rona, uh, so they didn't get to play Tulsa, which was uh, one of my favorite bets of the last week that didn't, didn't end up being able to happen. Man. But uh, Memphis and UCF last week, by the way, 50-49. to 49? Yeah. I keep trying to tell you folks, if you're not watching the AAC, you got to do it. Crazy
1: comeback. It was. I stopped following that. I was out getting pizza. It was on the TV in the Pizza Hut. I was waiting for my food. Yeah. It's like a twelve point depth, so I was like, "This game's over." And I look later. Oh, they came back and won. Yeah. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna run down the picks for this week. Um, last two weeks combined, two and eleven. Not great. Not good. Listen, it's a weird season. I'm gonna pu- I'm gonna throw all of it on that. Yeah. So if you if
1: you wait, that's the excuse. Wait for you know the weird season kind of fact that I didn't do a little math. It's like
0: five hundred. <laughs> yeah. We started off well before these last two weeks. Exactly. So, uh, we, then week, we, got, we, we got COVID outbreaks, you know? Yeah. This week, I'm looking at App State, minus 10.5 versus Arkansas State. Liberty, minus 10.5 versus Southern Miss. Virginia Tech, minus 7.5 at Wake Forest. Troy, minus 1.5 versus Georgia State. And West Virginia, whoa. minus whoa 3.5 at Texas Tech. This game oh. opened as Texas Tech as a one-point favorite. Oh, wow. Not sure why. Uh, West Virginia... Mm, very good defense, Texas Tech as usual. Uh, not a very good defense. No, not a very good team. Even though they almost beat Texas, but if, we as uh, we know, Texas is not, not
1: back. They're not back. When West Virginia coaches realize Letty Brown is the best player on that team, figure um, it out. They will win most games. They will pl- get a bowl. Like that's, figure it out, Letty that's Brown, the one baby. Problem
0: right now, figure it out, Letty Brown.
1: Letty Brown, twenty twenty
0: president. Yes. Yes, of the world. Yes. Hey, we can't be partisan on this uh, on this on this uh radio station. Exactly. Here. But Letty Brown, he's not affiliated with any parties. He's an independent, know? right? He's Letty Brown is a man of the people. Exactly. And that's that's all that matters. And I endorse the people. Yes. The non-problematic ones, though. Yeah, we don't endorse problematicness.
1: Yes, exactly, which we we've not done that on the show at all, so
0: never. Letty Brown, baby. Yes, sir. Tell you in the show. Yeah, highly disputed. WSHC Shepherdstown, the voice of Shepherd University. Highly disputed. Dylan Bishop, Ryan Stickle, write in Letty Brown for president. (laughs) Oh, my.